Hi guys, welcome back to the wedding um, boot camp at Rixie Manor. You've got Isadora here, <laughs> you've got Quaid, and then we have the wonderful Tammy. Um, she's with Good Earth Flowers. She's uh, one of my favorite florists because I worked with Tammy for many years, but I met her through, uh, or met Ben and Isadora through her as well. Um, so we're excited to have her today. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. And Tammy does, I think it's safe to say if we do 30 weddings a year, Tammy probably does 28 of them um and uh she did my wedding um which is i think you are our first wedding vendor that did my wedding um yeah. uh that we've that. interviewed wow. yes um okay. so tammy has been a part of the family for forever and this is also her idea of the worst nightmare because <laughs> we just got done talking with yazelle and yazelle was just like i'm a behind the scenes person um Maybe. so tell us how you got into all of this into the flowers completely? Yeah, tell us your uh, life story. <laughs> well, I just, um, I had a friend that was in the florist, that got a job in the flower business. And I said, well, it seems like a good thing. Let's see if I can give it a shot. And I went and applied and he said, cool, let's do it. So that was in 1987. Wow. And I've been, I took a, side trail every couple of years at that point but i've been at good earth since 1996 bought the shop in 2005 but and the rest they say is history that's it <laughs> i mean watching your business take off from you know just when we, i met you years and years and years ago but seeing your company take off when we had 12 15 weddings mm -hmm. a weekend i mean it was booming. It, it was, was great. Booming, yes. Because Tammy does such great work and she listens and it's about the unique bouquets that the client wants. It's not all cookie cutter. No. And I will say that I think that that, like quite said, the escalation of your wedding business has been like huge over the last, what well, we've been around six years, but like 10 years, is it fair to say? Like, yeah. Like, it's just gone from, like, I remember you doing our wedding and you've been nervous about it. And, like, now kind of what we were doing for our wedding would be an absolute walk in the park. Like, now you're doing huge weddings up in D.C. with, like, massive installations. And I don't know. It's amazing. That's the fun. <laughs> That's the fun. So yeah. <laughs> tell us kind of, I mean, flowers is the hardest, one of the hardest ones to say this, but, like, Tell us a little bit about what people budget when they're working with you and how you break down your packages and money. Um, typically, I don't think we like to do packages because, I mean, everything is really individualized. But I like, um, I think a fair budget is like between three and 4,000 at the, you know, an average. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't get into all the installations and stuff. What have your weddings gone up? Like, I mean, you know, just as a shock value, like where have your weddings gone up to? Um, like, probably like at the 10,000 mark. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like, like some big ones. Yeah. Because we don't have all the um, planning and stuff like that involved. And I don't do the tablecloths and some, some yeah. weddings, some vendors do. So we don't do all that. And yeah. how much does like a bridal bouquet cost just to give people a rough idea? An average one with me is like around three, three fifty. Okay. To get because most people want their bridal bouquet to be with the good, you know, not the good flowers, but the more fancy flowers. <laughs> yeah. Not the good flowers. The anem the anemone the la 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 anemones. anemones uh -huh. I love that you know Tammy is such a fan of. You see them in all the bouquets here lately. Um, but she doesn't skimp on your bridal bouquet. You know, it's not tiny. It's, you know, it's beautiful. It, and it's going to be in your photos and it's going to be memorable. Mm -hmm. Oh, That's yeah. Your bridesmaid's bouquet gets ditched within about two and a half minutes. So it really uh -huh. is worth it putting your money into your, your bridal bouquet, bouquet um, versus that. And then centerpieces. Give us a rough the, idea as to what they. The what pieces? Centerpieces. Centerpieces. Um, that's really varies tremendously, I think, because of the style. But I would say anywhere from 50 to 100 mm -hmm. is an average. 
Yeah. So a lot of people, I think, came to you wanting the big, tall, mm-hmm. and the you know, with that on top, but didn't expect the price of it. So what what is that price range to start at? The big, tall ones. Mm-hmm. I'd say um, low range would be like around one fifty, right. but then they can go up. Yeah. Dram- dramatically right and it it depends on the glassware and the flowers mm-hmm. and things like that and then you come down to say a nice full centerpiece um and then some people want to do a lantern with the wreath around it uh-huh. so a full centerpiece what are you thinking price-wise there 100 125 right it's yep. a good price range yeah because that includes a beautiful glass rented exactly mm-hmm. and then you have the lanterns um and then you have the nice greenery wreath usually uh-huh. around it as well what's right. that price range about the same yeah and but if you do like the little pieces of greenery without being a wreath then that's less expensive exactly yeah. so it's uh, we're gonna your budget as we as we do this we're also recording this on video so that we can do a youtube version of it where i can drop in pictures of what we're talking about in these moments so people have a really good idea as to what kind of styles we're describing a little harder on a podcast but that's okay. um but so that people will actually be able to see real time kind of what that kind of thing costs. And I mean, I think we'll probably get to it, but one of the things you tell me constantly is greenery is not always cheaper. Exactly. Um, and that's like one of those big things to remember that just because you want greenery does not necessarily mean it's going to be. Roses are some of the cheaper ones, mm-hmm. aren't they? Like a rose. Yeah, it's that roses aren't that expensive, not compared to peonies and even anemones yeah you know, i mean dahlias and stuff roses are not that expensive and something that i keep hearing right now is that the flower industry is taking such a big hit mm-hmm. which is gonna affect florists mm-hmm. you know um so if, you know if couples are worried about pricing and you know why it seemed a little bit higher uh the flowers kind of died at covid and they couldn't be sold um and especially in holland is what i found out and, and what I was just reading today is um, a lot of the farms, they, the, the workers are not mm-hmm. getting the work, right. getting to work. Yeah. And just because we're getting vaccinated, they're in the lower income or lower in not income. Um, I don't know what you say. Yeah, countries don't have as much access to vaccines. There you go. Basically. Yeah. And so they're, you know, we're going to find that we're not getting the flowers. Yeah. And so the cost is going to definitely rise. Yep. And it yeah. also comes down to not all flowers that you want are available in the season of your wedding. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and I think it's also, I mean, you know, flowers are really something that I think people underestimate the importance, but also underestimate the budget because arranging them isn't as simple as cutting off the ends and putting them in a vase. And the flowers are actually you're paying as much for the artwork involved as you are for and for the and for the rentals and all the rest of it and the other the fo- the floristry foam but the time and the artwork and patience that's actually included in making sure that every single one of those flowers that turns up to your wedding is in perfect condition because we've had couples where they send flowers directly to the manor um and then they do their own arrangements now those would be the two out of the 30 a year that Tammy doesn't do usually. <laughs> um, and honestly, like, if you are so inclined, that is definitely a way to go with it. And But you have to accept that what you're going to get for that is firstly a very simple arrangement because it takes a lot of understanding as how to create something that's architectural and balanced. But also right. you have to buy a lot more flowers. Like, Often we'll see uh, hydrangeas are one of my big, like, I hate them if you're doing your own flowers. Like if you bring in hydrangeas, you can guarantee that about 50% of those hydrangeas are not going to be good for your wedding. Um, And so you've got to buy double. So sometimes some of the money that you think you're saving by doing it yourself is actually just cost that Tammy's eaten because she's the one that picks through those flowers when they arrive and make sure that, I mean, you've rung me before weddings and been like, can you go check with the bride and check she's okay? Because this flower came in and it is not the right color or it's not the right style or something's wrong with this flower. And this is a supplier I've used for years and years and years and it's just not right. Is she okay if I swap it out with something that's better? Um, Flowers go through customs, which people don't realize. And that's where they get beat up a lot. Yeah. 
Um, there's a lot more to it than just putting flowers in a vase. Mm-hmm. Yes, very true, very true. Where would you see people usually splurge the most? Um, I think they definitely would splurge on their bouquet. And they tend to splurge maybe on their um, their ceremony piece. Mm-hmm. How do you so- feel about reusing flowers, like moving and reusing? I think that's cool on their ceremony piece, but I do not like seeing them splurge on their, I mean, reusing their bridesmaid bouquets. Right. I'm yeah. sure that Quaid can tell you some stuff to do with planning that means that... Yeah, I mean, a lot of couples take their bouquets and put it on the uh, the sweetheart table. And I mean, you can tell in the I'm photos. That, but... Right. Um, but sometimes it's stuck together. And then with a florist, it's arranged to look natural. I think in your photos, you can tell it's just, and it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of work on the team to take focus away from the bridal party to move flowers as well. Yeah, we often move our ceremony pieces because I think they're two big pieces that we can move and, and they're quick and impactful. Um, yeah. I personally hate it when we have to move the arch and arbor pieces because but the reality cut the like if you just would cut the the pieces off the top of it and reuse use them yeah, somewhere. It's, that's easy and then it still requires two hands. But I'm with you. Reusing the bridesmaids bouquets. Firstly, they're tied in a way that they can't just go in a vase. It's not like you can put them in a vase and they stand up straight. They're tied tight and they don't open into the vase right. and look natural but also i mean this is one of the things that i hate or find difficult we can't get the photos of the ceremony of the reception set up mm-hmm. that means we can't get the reception set up while photos are taking place so because the cer- the reception's not finished because we're waiting for those bouquets to go on the middle of tables or and it puts our timeline in jeopardy and we can't get sweetheart portraits if the bride's bouquet is the main aspect of the sweetheart table as well. Because she's got it. We have to go take it off her <laughs> to go and get those photos. So there's definite disadvantages it too, if you've got the budget. I always just feel like that that you're also, you have you run the risk of people coming into your, your reception space and your tables are not finished. Yeah. Um, if you do it that way. Speaking of which, at the end of the night, I think all wedding guests who are listening should know, don't just pick up the flowers and run away with them. Because often the bride has to pay for those rental vases that didn't end up going back. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's a thing that we should have probably discussed with Nate, the DJ, is that making an announcement of like, please don't just walk off with the centerpieces. Mm -hmm. Um, So true. Because inventory, that's when you get lost in inventory. Reordering stuff makes it difficult. Um, what is your, like, how does your wedding day go? What's your approach on a wedding day? Um, typically we like to have everything done the night before and ready to go. And we're, um, loading up the, the van, making sure everything we've got everything and getting to the venue, distributing the bridal bouquets and stuff first, and then setting up everything, um, bouquets I mean not bouquets centerpieces the you know making sure that's done first I think usually and then the arbor or ceremony things like that um what setup do you tend to take responsibility for like florists in general like what are you involved in the like the um the arbor piece if they have it um putting arrangements on the table we can do the candles if we've done that um but we're not doing tablecloths and stuff like that that should that should be done prior you know yeah that should be your catering team if you're using your own candles we're not going to be taking the stickers and stuff off the candles (laughs) how does weather affect your day what's that how does the weather affect your process uh definitely would affect our process if it's raining and stuff like that we would you know need to know if if it's going to be inside or outside if that plan has been made i think people underestimate the impact that heat can have on flowers too. definitely especially definitely yeah range of the big one also Um, rain rain's beating down we're loading in i mean it hits the flowers hard yeah we had a big um a really hot one that we had 
to do an arbor out in. And we actually set up a canopy over top of the arbor while we designed it. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. That's smart though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These, yeah. Are, these are the things you don't think about. Yeah, it was a big one. And that's what we did. Well, your rose petals on the aisle can be dried rose petals in the space of about two hours in Virginia in the summer. Yeah. So true. So true. That's what we love working here too, because you guys really help us out with stuff like that. And we'll do that at the well, last it's minute. Teamwork <laughs> and it, it means the bride gets what she wants versus groom get what they want versus right. anything else. Um, how do you deal with like emergencies and things like that? Tell me about your team around you. I, I think we do have a pretty good team. Like if I, if something would happen to me or something like that, then I, I do have people that I can rely on that, that will take over and, and handle everything. I mean, your daughter's following Samantha in your has, <laughs> If you see a bouquet out there, you're going to, that's Samantha's bouquet. Mm -hmm. yeah. She's been working for me for 14 years. Yeah. So very talented family. Even your son gets involved and does stuff. Yes, he, he does. Yes. He can make a boutonniere <laughs> <laughs> and he can make an arrangement. Yes, he has done that. But Tammy teaches you, like you go into, and you learn so much, like as a wedding planner, this was a big part of my, my career, learning everything about it, prices, because this is a big part of your big day. Like this is yeah. a really big part. So I think it helps me understand how to budget with brides so much more um, because of what you taught us and how much work goes into it. Thank you. Yeah, because people <laughs> don't funny. appreciate it. Flowers are one of those things that I really think more than any other aspect of the wedding day. Um, they would call it a Marmite thing over here in England, which means you either love it or you hate it. When we have brides sit down, most brides recognize that there has to be some flowers, right? Like that tends to be, you know, couples sit down and they're like, okay, so there's going to be some flowers, but you get, it pretty much falls into two camps. They're either like the couple that sits down and they're like, okay, well, yeah, sure. We'll have arrangements. That's it. Or you get the ones that sit down and they are like, this is what I want. And I want this flower and I want it to look like this. And I want to spend all this money on it. And I want it to be this and this and this. Like people have really strong opinions on flowers one way or the other. And you can't escape them really at a wedding. I know we've had some weddings that have done less flowers, but even at those weddings, you can't, never can you escape them totally. Um, I was gonna say, you do beautiful silk arrangements because we had a couple brides who are allergic to flowers. Oh, yeah. Made some silk bouquets. So that's always an option. But there's also like lanterns. I mean, Tammy does great lanternscapes for us. And yeah. just if, even if you're not into flowers necessarily, one or two flowers on the cake and things like that or boutonnieres might be necessary. Mothers sometimes get really tied to corsages, whether you are into flowers or not. Usually your mother would like a corsage on your wedding day. And, um, but Tammy comes in and does things for us that are much broader than choosing a rose or choosing an anemone. Um, did I say it right then? Yes, yes you got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also to go to show couples, like if you, a lot of couples think the lanterns are cheaper and that's the cheaper option. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go that route to get the beautiful centerpieces. You can right. still get beautiful flowers at the same cost. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the. Oh that's yeah. That's what I mean. It's a total preference thing. Like I think if you're in really into flowers, you can find something for your budget. Right. That is full of flowers. You don't have to just think, Oh, I need a candle. Um, but then if you're not into flowers, you can come up with something spectacular by using an artist because Tammy at the end of the day your main thing is flowers but I guess what I'm getting at is like the way you design a table and the center of a table or I'm sure we'll get talking about some pampas grass in a minute but like <laughs> um it's beyond that like it's not just picking the right flower for the right situation yeah um, yeah you like you see Tammy like spinning lazy Susan like just picking little pieces <laughs> out of it it's like girl <laughs> it's oh good. it's such instinct isn't it such talent and instinct it's like um, painting this so what is the most stressful thing that you tend to deal with on the wedding day on the wedding day um load in probably yeah yeah <laughs> load in yep you don't find it stressful when you have to show that bride that bouquet for the first time um Sometimes I do worry about that. Yeah. And, and it turns out that most times they're like, it's more than what we had ever expected. That's always been my, but those are the ones that, that leave it up to you. 
Yeah. Just leave it up to you. And your bouquets are so light. I think the brides really appreciate that because <laughs> you go with, uh, was it chicken wire? No, you go with the- The Holly Chapel The Holly Chapel ones. ones. And that's made them so much lighter because you can carry it around on your wedding day and not want to set it down all the time. Mm-hmm. For those that have never walked around on a wedding day carrying a heavy bouquet, let me tell you, you don't think that thing is going to affect how your day goes, but it is. It's like carrying around a small toddler all day, a really fragile small toddler all day. And it gets caught in people if you're not careful when they, because Tammy did me this amazing bouquet, but I learned very, very quickly that you don't hug with the bouquet hand because you end up like, smashing somebody and like your bouquet gets caught in their hair like it you hold it out like this and then you do the hug and and yeah by the time you've done one-handed holding of a bouquet for two or three hours you appreciate even a few pounds (laughs) shaved off that weight um and bouquets bouquets are gorgeous and everything but you've done some beautiful boutonnieres very different boutonnieres like going down a suit wire so grooms out there if you want something different as well she can take care of you oh you did that one with the fish hooks in it yeah Um, and you very cleverly because the previous one that we'd had with fish hooks did not cap the hook Um, and that was a literal pain um So, yeah, and you do great boutonnieres as well, because that's a real problem with when you're a coordinator and planner, trying to pin boutonnieres onto bride, mother of the bride dresses, mother of the groom dresses. There's always extra needles. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And always that explanation to grandma of, like, I'm really sorry I have to grab your bra now. Like, (laughs) because this chiffon thing you're wearing is never going to hold up this, like, uh, sorry, I'm going to go groping. Okay, what is the craziest thing you've had to deal with on a wedding day? Uh, I don't know. I cannot think of something. I can't That's good. Yeah. Probably, I don't know. One of my idea, the craziest thing we ever had to deal with um, probably is stuff in DC. Um, having to hide in the one wedding that we the one venue that we did hiding what do you mean we just we had to hide behind you could not be seen i mean we were the staff you had to hide you could not be seen like they had security guards holding everybody back making sure like no one went by yeah Um, you had to go down the back alleys and all this kind of stuff you could not be seen and that's another thing for couples if you're booking a dc wedding venue it is more expensive and your vendors are going to charge you more money because it is so difficult and Mm -hmm. and getting in the venue and the load-in times you know sometimes it's just tough Uh and that's why they charge more yeah Uh, we, we did one at um and I'm going to space the name of it right now, but we, I think we drove around for an hour to get back to the place to load back up, you know, to clean up. Um, it was a rainy weekend and there was no parking and we could not get back in. We fin- finally made it, but. The, but you've the had venue- DC mornings where you're like literally early hours in the morning before you get done. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the traffic, you mm-hmm. have to prepare for that. Mm-hmm. Rixie was always the first drop off. Yes. It was the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, like don't get me wrong, we're always we're always all about everyone saying how great Rixie is, but there's some real advantages and disadvantages to um your ease of vendors life because I think certainly with florals and stuff like that, it is built into the price um a little bit because it has to be. If that wedding's going to take your if that wedding takes Tammy away from all the other weddings, cause she's got to stay up in DC and do this and do that. Obviously you're paying a premium for that versus if she's got drop-offs where she knows that a day can be a bit more flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the nature of the beast, but most venues I don't think have in-house florists. So you get to see a lot of different venues, um, right. which I think kind of can be stressful in its own way you or it must be i would have thought right yeah. quite it <laughs> having it's it's stressful but yet it's it's really been a great great thing yeah i mean one venue in great dc you have to lay down flooring to load in mm-hmm. because you can't scratch the floors it's marble so it's difficult it's expensive yeah 
Also, though, if I had marble floors, I'd probably not let you scratch them either. Yeah, very true. Just saying. Actually, that's that is one of my biggest pet peeves about people doing their own flowers is that we make them do them in the ballroom so Mm. that then uh, the house isn't totally ransacked by because it takes up a lot of space. I mean, doing flowers is not you can't do it at a little table. It, It takes up a lot of space and a lot of equipment and a lot of water. And it creates a ton of mess. Yes. And if you're doing it in the ballroom and you're walking in and out of that ballroom with flowers and getting water and then going out and then coming back in again, the I always tell couples, I cannot take responsibility for how that floor looks once if you do flowers. Like we've had too many times where they've been running, you know, ceremonies at three and at two o'clock they've still been doing flowers. Well, I can't, I can't get that ballroom clean. Uh-huh. and free of all the bits of baby's breath that have shed everywhere and all the rest of it in that hour compared to when Tammy comes in obviously you bring in most stuff done most stuff done yeah you finish it off in the room and then you tidy up after yourself and you leave long before anyone else needs to get in that ballroom to get their stuff done yes um and that makes a huge huge difference um and I think, honestly, that mess has got to be one of the number one reasons that venues have preferred vendors um, is to stop people doing DIY flowers because of the mess. And baby's breath is not cheap. No. Not no. cheap, as much as people like to think it is. It also doesn't smell great. No. Oh, my car. No. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, I alone in that, that thinking baby's breath just does not smell good? Not at all. Not I, at all. It smells like baby's feet. It's not good. Like... There's a lot of really nice smelling flowers out there and baby's breath is not one of them. Um, no. So how do you stay up with the trends? I think mostly um, probably Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was <laughs> and, a big one. You know, we have a few um, groups that we stay up with. Mm-hmm. Follow those. What are your big trends that you're seeing at the moment? Uh, um. COVID. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, a lot of elopements. Mm-hmm. Um, flower wise. Pompous grass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, people are, are liking it, but they're not they're not as crazy as maybe they were last year with it, I no. think. Yeah. But Tammy did this most amazing installation last year, and I'm not sure if quite seen pictures of it. With snitch in front of it? Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's better pictures with the bride and groom in yeah. front of it, um, not just the dog. <laughs> but there's this, it was like this huge horseshoe, like almost wave of pampas grass that went around the couple. It was, I mean, they were a gorgeous couple. And then um, the sunset, that was beautiful with the colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, an infall. I mean, like. Um, but uh, what are you seeing replacing pampas grass or is there no trend yet because there's just not been enough weddings um do you do a lot of the dyed like greenery i have not no Mm-mm. yeah no i see that a lot but it's so it's harsh on the flowers yeah i don't, I don't know what you're talking about i've missed that so green oh my god i've been out of it so long it's bleached oh so okay yeah but it's um literally bleaching flowers process right. so it's expensive now mm-hmm. yeah oh and sounds really ungreen I, I'm I'm not too for it, but I think you know it it works well with drives and and some fall yeah. stuff and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, very sure. Um, has COVID affect? I mean, obviously, we all know COVID's affected everyone's business, but how is it affecting the weddings that you are doing? The weddings that we are doing, I mean, like this year, I have. I mean, just to give you numbers, I have. About 70 weddings booked for this year for 2021, yeah. but 40 of those came from 2020. Yeah. So that, that is affecting it. And we're we're seeing a lot of people doing Thursday weddings and Monday mm-hmm. weddings and stuff like that, trying to get in. Yeah. From because there's no nothing available. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I read an amazing article today that we talked a little bit about earlier today when Craig and I were on a call, but um, about uh, how one of the major things that people forget about weddings is that people want to get married on a Saturday. 
And that mm. is not an infinite resource. There are only so many Saturdays in the year. It doesn't matter how much you want there to be more Saturdays. There right. just aren't. Um, but there are six other days of the year, of the week, that are great. And I think right now anyone's looking for an excuse to celebrate. They don't care if it's Wednesday. Um, right. And flights are cheap. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, yeah. What's your favorite bit of the wedding day? Um, like a, for me or just for the wedding and in, in both, um, I really like seeing it all come together. You know, I love seeing the bride when she, I love it when a, I have a few planners that, that hold the, the reception. Yeah. Oh, you know, they don't like to let the guests see it. Yeah. And they let, the, they let the bride come and see a preview. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I love that. Yeah. And I love to see what, what they thought. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just maybe selfish, but I just love that. No, it's always so great if you can get that moment and that time, mm-hmm. um, time in the diary for it. And I'm a uh, sucker for the da- daddy daughter dance. I'm sorry, but. There are some definite <laughs> continuing themes and that we're finding mm-hmm. um, daddy daughter dance being something that really. And interestingly, not a trend in England at all. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, I spent most of lunchtime trying to explain to the builders that are working on the property, which is, you know, 10, 20 to 30 year old guys, mm-hmm. the concept of the daddy daughter dance, because they were asking what we what was coming up and the garter toss, which is also not a British thing in any way, shape or form. And it made me realize really highlighted for me how different the trends are between um, there's some stuff that's universal, but it's interesting that the daddy daughter dance for the Americans is something that means so much. And yet in the UK, you would never see it. Hmm. Just not something that happens. That is. Um, Yeah. Just, you know, everything, everyone has a different way of doing. I mean, we've seen that at the manor because we've Tammy's done some of our weddings where they've been very different. Um, yeah and you see some amazingly different traditions come through and learn a lot about different cultures and um that's always i think that's when you get excited is when you step back and the idea came together and mm-hmm. you get the photos because you're excited that it all worked out yes like i could, i remember seeing you in the venue like taking photos mm-hmm. and wanting to do it again right and showing people mm-hmm. because you know you really do get creative it must be hard sometimes getting lost in the small details and then remembering to take a step back and look at the amazing big picture that you've created. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, I, I know you, you obsess over every petal on every flower. Like sometimes there's a reason that you do so well. does. <laughs> <laughs> She would get excited about the color of like a new rose that came out in yes. inventory. And she'd be like, let me show you. I mean, <laughs> she's passionate about it. I think that that's, I honestly think that Tammy, your business and Good Earth is one of those amazing businesses that is succeeding based on your passion. Um, And the fact that like you, it doesn't take long for a bride to sit down with you and realize like that there is, you don't think in your wedding, anyone's going to care about the things you care about more than you because it's you're the bride or you're the groom. And then you sit down with you and the flowers and you're like, oh, no, wait, this is someone who can actually take responsibility for this more than I would take responsibility for this. You're also one of the very few people that totally impressed my mother. And she is a (laughs) hard woman to please. And yet I am telling you, she raves about the flowers from my wedding and she is, yeah. You're impressive. <laughs> You're a very impressive woman. Thank you. It's kind of you a Tammy sit, fan club here. You sit down, you do a mock-up, you know, you take the time with them and it's not an in and out situation. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you really go through different flowers and you provide flowers right there in front of them so they can see the exact setup. That's what's great. Yeah. I yeah. try to do that. You so tell me a little, tell me a little about the like process of how they come to you with an idea through to the completion. Cause we've kind of talked about how well you do it. But there's actually a real process and collaboration between you and the couple during that. Um, most it starts of the with a phone call. Um, I mean, after the phone, I mean, most of the time they're they're usually getting to us, you know, on the internet or you know, on the email. Um, and the phone call works the best um, to talk us through 
like you said, they, they like to talk to us and talk to me and hear what that we're excited about it. Um, and then meeting with us later on down the road and see that their, their ideas coming together mm. and what they're picking out. And they um, send you a lot of the vision boards, you know, yeah. in HoneyBook. Yeah. Is it HoneyBook a lot? HoneyBook. Yeah. yeah. Mostly HoneyBook in their email. And to, it gives you a good visual. See what they like and what we have to offer as well. Because you can have that conversation and be like, peonies are not in, in mm -hmm. inventory right now. And you can do that ahead of the game right. before Brad gets upset. Right. <laughs> what about rentals and things like that? Because we've kind of touched upon that, but there is that side to your business too. Right. We have rentals to where you can rent the containers, the arbors, um, bases. Votives. Yeah, your votive candles, things like that. Votives don't go under flowers mm -mm. so many catch on fire <laughs> oh yeah. yeah and if you're doing a family style table remember that your flowers should and your votives should uh complement the fact that you're going to have a lot of dishes on the table and moved around because right. your food does not need to get set on fire either mm -mm. um and like your florist should talk those things through with you so that you're not making a mistake and basic stuff like height of the flowers like so that people don't put them on the floor. I've had people do that. Really? Um, yeah, not your flowers. Cause you, again, like you are a professional at what you do, yeah, but, but yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But no, for, have you seen that people put flowers on the floor at receptions? Yeah, um, especially when it's a, it's a high piece. And sometimes yeah. the grandmother doesn't like that. She feels that she can't see Joe across the table, but she can see straight through that piece. I mean, yeah. you have just the square bars and uh -huh. you can see through, it's fine. Uh -huh. It adds elevation. Um, a big thing is table sizes. A lot of venues have the small table sizes. If you have a seven course meal and you're trying to add flowers down that, you have to get the extra wider tables to fit yeah. with all the glassware. And those oh. are the things you think about. Oh yeah, I try and explain that to people with um, charging pl charger plates all the time. Oh. Like you might be able to fit X number of people around a five foot table. And we will go through this in another episode, but like the moment you add a big thing of flowers and then 10 votives and then four glassware and a charger plate, like it's, they're just not going to fit. And if we have a table number, like we fit 120 in our ballroom, like that's 120 if they're doing kind of a normal table layout. But if you're adding in six different sets of cutlery on either side and everything, then those numbers get reduced. So it's an important piece of conversation to have with your planner. But your florist plays a large part in that too, about building an arrangement that's suitable for the venue that you're getting married in and the table layouts that you're doing. Right. I you, don't, you don't need an arrangement that's humongous, but you know. I remember one florist we worked with, um, she required, this was at my last venue, she required mm -hmm. the tables to be a certain size or she would not sign the contract. It was that intense. Wow. Because her arrangements were so grand. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that to me is just, I, I have to say one of our big things that we will not do is work with florists that have minimums. Um, I do understand that, but there's something that, like Tammy is understanding that sometimes there are, rides and you're not going to put in as much like let's be honest if you're going to just have a bouquet and a couple of boutonnieres or a boutonniere tammy's not going to give you all stay around all day in the venue for that kind of thing but you will still do it and right. i think that it's there's something to me that i really can't get on board with this idea of like unless you spend x amount of money with me i don't even want to talk to you um, yeah, i think that's not fair at all right no Every bride has a different budget. Every bride has different priorities. And I don't think any one vendor can um, hold hostage. A bride right. host that's what it feels like. Um, How would you define your style as a florist? You know, or do you really have? Um, I don't know that I have one. I don't. I feel like it's very garden-esque, I would yeah, say. Yeah, maybe so that. Because like Isadora said, her flower, fl flowers still stand out to this day with mm -hmm. the ivy and the way you did it. So mm -hmm. it's very natural, I think. Yeah. Which is very Virginia. In my I was about to say, maybe you don't think you have a style, but maybe you have a style for Rixie because I can pick one of your bouquets 
maybe it maybe it's just phyrexia because honestly that's all i see i've seen your work in a lot of other places but like i feel like i can see that when you've done a wedding from 100 miles out because it just looks effortless even though i know it was not um but is that just phyrexia or is that everywhere it's probably close to everywhere but maybe it's because people are seeking us out for that style yeah also i mean i can do tropical but i don't get it you know people are not coming to me for it right. oh but you'd love them to like yeah. <laughs> yeah you did a beautiful one with the palm leaves and stuff uh -huh. like that it was great mm -hmm. um but yeah you adjust right whatever they well, got we'll to have to make sure at this point that we drop in a couple of pictures of tammy's like not just garden stuff because she is an artist and spreading her wings is something she wants to do did that weird go yeah. no i mean you want to add this there it is yeah just right there right there um can you hear me yeah did you lose me you're yeah. crackling oh can i you hear am me? i can hear you just fine good can you hear me yes are we back yeah, we lost you for a minute. Back and live, to, ready to go. It's delayed. Yeah, I can see that. Um, maybe it's just the internet for a second. Maybe it will pop back up. I'm also my husband. I noticed I didn't bother changing my name in the bottom corner. <laughs> um, okay, does it seem less delayed now? Yeah. That's good. Quick really? fire questions when you're super delayed is really easy to do. Yeah. Is that <laughs> where we're headed to next? I think that we're nearly there. I think we've got my last question for Tammy really is like, you, we kind of touched upon it with the tropical stuff, but like, mm -hmm. do you, I don't suppose that florists dream of destination weddings, like photographers and stuff like that, but do you have dream? I would love it. Do you have, yeah, no. do you have like dream, dream things that you'd like to do like that? I would love to, but I mean, you know, I'd love to, I've done, we've gone to New Jersey, we've gone to Ocean City and done a couple weddings like that, which is great. I'll come to, to you know, England with you if you want. Sweet. There you go. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Sure. I'm going to let Quaid do the quick fire because I think I'm still a little delayed. Well, uh, favorite wedding colors. I think I know these. Probably. It's this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for to wear, yes. But I love to do purple flowers, of mm -hmm. course. Yes. You know, the dark burgundies. Yep. Stuff like that. Yeah. Whites are not my favorite, but white does really pop very well. Yeah, you like the fall colors mm -hmm. very much. Um, favorite wedding trend, I guess, in flowers. Um. The favorite wedding trend in flowers? Yeah. Um, I, I, I still like the classic. Yeah. You know, I, I think don't like, like the tight. You always get excited when they do different arbors mm -hmm. and that like the um, one with the chandelier that you did. That was right. beautiful. Mm -hmm. That was really pretty. Um, favorite wedding tradition that could be outside the flowers. Um, I guess basically, like I said, I like the, the, I like the daddy daughter names mm -hmm. for sure. You know, I like stuff like that. Yeah. Sentimental. Mm -hmm. um, Sentimental. Yes, definitely. Yeah. You got excited when the bride came down the stairs with that bouquet because it was like a picture perfect right. moment. Oh, I remember um, when you were there for a wedding and you got to see her walk down the aisle for the first, like, because you never usually get to see that. Yeah. And you, you had a bride that, um, and maybe you have a question on this. I'm not sure, but you have, you had a bride and, um, she had me do a um, headpiece for her mom's veil. Oh, the, the, yeah. The mom's dress, front seat, uh, on the front chair, mm. the missing chair. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, That's she had her mom's wedding dress, which was like a 60s mini, like, fabulous wedding dress. She lost her mom, and she had her mom's wedding dress. And the head, Tammy recreated the headpiece that her mom wore to her wedding. And we hung it on the chair where her mom would have sat. It was that yeah, just gave me yeah. just like mm. definitely yeah. a weepy moment. I think for a lot of people in that when she, yeah. particularly because she walked down the aisle and she hadn't seen it and she clocked it as she walked, like she looked for it as she walked down the aisle right. and you could see her reaction was just so genuine and heartfelt. Good moment. Yeah. Um, two part question: Kids at a wedding, yay or nay? Flower crowns for the girls and 
like the flower girls how do you feel about that i mean i like doing them mm-hmm. i mean they're cool like that i mean yeah. they're very pretty if you have flower girls and stuff how do you say no to kids at a wedding exactly <laughs> exactly well you get so, the you get the brothers you get the guys yeah, you know. <laughs> with the flower petals um and then worst thing to spend money on overall outside of flowers you would think overall flowers or outside of flowers this is a personal the, opinion the little doohickeys at the table favors favors there you go yes <laughs> sorry we know the language yes <laughs> and we also yeah. agree with you yes. absolutely. absolutely i mean to me if you're gonna to me your flowers i mean and i'm a florist but that doesn't mean anything whatever you're going to spend your money on you're going to see your flowers in your photos forever even though yes your flowers are going to die but you're going to see your flowers in your photos forever those little trinkets you're not and half the time how often are they left on the table in the parking lot yes <laughs> like is it or is it <laughs> i have had a succulents that i've looked after for years that got left after weddings yes. and it's pretty much the entirety of the reason that i have bottle openers or magnets or yeah because the brides and grooms um, don't want them at the end of the day. What are they going to do with a hundred leftover coasters or napkins? Or, And by the way, what are we going to do with them? I love it when brides are like, do you want my napkins? I'm like, I can't use them at another wedding. They're, they've got your name and date on them. I find so many coasters in your uh, old apartment. It's not even funny. <laughs> um, so what is your dream wedding to work at or dream trend to do destination? Yeah, I would, I would definitely, that would be cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That Anywhere in particular, like hot, cold, uh, tropical? Tropical. I mean, I'd love to go to Hawaii, Yeah. you know, somewhere like that would be amazing. Um, let's see, the flowers there would be beautiful in Hawaii. Um, so plugged or unplugged weddings? I say unplugged. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, and then favorite wedding song? Um, honestly, Ave Maria. Yeah. Aww. I mean, I like the theme from Ice Castles too, but Ave Maria, yes. Very good one. Aww. Very good one. Um, and then how many weddings have you worked? Do you know this number? I'm very curious. Yeah, it's I, a high number. <laughs> it's high. I know it's over 500. There you go. There I you mean, go. you do, just said you do about 70, I, 70 weddings a year, 80 weddings a year now. Yeah. Oh yeah, at least. Um, yeah. I'd see Tammy like racking up the numbers on a checklist back there. <laughs> She's like, we're gonna need to hire more people. I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know how you keep up with it. Like, I know we have a slightly different role at Rixie because we do these whole wedding weekends and we've got the brides, but like I know all their names and everything. And I know I couldn't imagine doing it. Like 30, 40 brides is enough. Like doubling that is just insane to me to try and keep that many people straight and i think it always do i guess it's because a lot of them they're not always the whole big you know it's not the big wedding you know i've got a wedding that maybe this girl's only picking up her small little bouquets and stuff you know this girl's on friday night this bride and groom or whatever are on you know yeah it we might be going from thursday to sunday it's not all whoops it's not all on one day yeah yeah yep absolutely um and then last question question for you what is the key to marriage fill in the blank <laughs> um i th- i think basically not staying mad very true very true not staying mad yeah i see you and your husband never fought like went around like you guys just always you'd have a little tiff and then you'd you'd stomp away and then you're done (laughs) how long have you guys been together yeah since 86 no i've been together since 85 yes so it's been a while (laughs) but your team yep he jumps in all the time as well yeah he'll come help at weddings Mm -hmm. yep yep all honestly a lot of our vendors i would say i'd say all of our vendors it really is a family affair like and weddings are from top to bottom they're you know i know i know most of our vendors are the halves at least by sight like because yeah they step up. Be i mean you have to have the family involved 
I think there's that's a certain standard there as well of mm-hmm. everybody working on that professional level. Mm-hmm. And that's why it all everyone gets along because I can tell you what you're going to do and when you're going to show up and it just runs smooth every single wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to come back to one because it's one of my favorite ones okay. and we kind of skipped over it. No, which was, what's your, like, do you have a wedding that stood out to you? Mm, yes. Like that you've worked, not your own wedding, because obviously I hope that stood out to you. <laughs> Uh, let's see. There's so many. The Stone Tower one, I think, was really, really pretty. Yeah, that's a good beautiful. one. Any of the ones with Tanya. Yes. They were beautiful. Yes. I'd say that for sure. You're tell, well, tell me, for those that don't know what you're talking about, like oh. me. Um, you got to go over the top. Yeah. This stone tower we've done, um, I like doing that. Um, we did, we worked, set up the wedding down in the barrel room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been there. I actually looked around the venue. Yeah, it's gorgeous. You're crackling. Mm, sorry. No. <laughs> sorry. What was the question? I said, no, I said, I've looked around the venue. I, it's gorgeous. It is really pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it's really pretty. And then, you know, um, I think, um, oh, I really love doing the one at the, I worked one at the line in DC. Oh, yes. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. Just beautiful, beautiful place. And- It's an old church. Is it? It's a historic church. I did not know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they turn into that. a hotel. Yeah, but it's beautiful. And just worried I'm cracking. The experience, I'm the experience is just yeah there. Yep. Yeah, I think all the all the flowers start to run together into <laughs> one big one big rainbow. Yes, <laughs> I think that you really like the ones where you get to kind of like you said go over the top. Oh, it was it was with like the big um, protea and ginger and all that kind of stuff. So it was fun to do. Yeah. When a planner calls you and trusts you and gives you that creativity, like you take a big breath because mm-hmm. you know it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. That's All right, fun. guys. Yeah. Well, Tammy, it was amazing talking to you. Oh, you too. And I'm super delayed. We're missing you. We miss you too. <laughs> Actually, Tammy, I've spoken to you more recently than a lot of people. So I feel like I caught up with you more recently than I have caught up with some. Yes. Which is nice. Yep. Um, but it was wonderful. I don't know if I'm, I think I sound all right on this end. So I'm just going to say rate, review, and subscribe if you're enjoying what you're listening to. Tell your friends and make sure you go to our website and I will insert a little URL or I'll tell you about it because right now we don't have one, but it will list all the people that have talked and you can learn a little bit more about them. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.